0: Broadcasting live from steam vents on the plain of Ravnica. This is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome, everybody, to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham. Joining me this week
1: is Cameron huh? and Wheeler. Steam vents. Yeah. Steamed I've,
2: vents? I've
1: never heard of the phrase steamed vents. That's oh, what we
2: call them in upstate New York. Really? It's a, it's a
1: fifth district expression.
2: <laughs> May I see them?
1: Really? Because I'm from New Prov, and I don't think I've ever heard of the term steam vents.
2: Oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. This is a, uh, this is a, uh, uh...
1: Quick, name uh, any location uh, in Ravnica. Is, no... No, uh, Neugen... Neuven... No, I'm, now I'm just <laughs> yeah. doing Jerry Lewis. More of a, <laughs>
0: More of an axe-bane expression. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry about it. <sighs> These districts are all wrong. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking <laughs> this week about uh, what we what is forthcoming. We're talking about the year ahead of Magic: The Gathering. Uh, well, the, the stuff that they've announced and uh, stuff that we hope to see and maybe hope not to see. Who knows? But what I am excited that we will be seeing is Friday nights, because we have our Kickstarter still ongoing at time of recording, though we have fully funded, and thank you so much for that. Um, but if you want to get in on that, there is still time to do so, to get the exclusive playmat or just you know throw a couple bucks because you want to see this sort of thing happen. Uh, the We'll be producing that uh, in late spring, sorry, late winter, early spring. And all the uh, episodes from this season will be released within this calendar year. And we're very, very excited about it. And clearly, some of you are too. So thank you for that. Tell your friends, spread the word. Uh, Also, this podcast is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Please check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR if you want to buy some magic. Perhaps you will see some ideas that you wish to purchase during the course of this episode. And if you tell them Loading Ready Run sent me button, please, they'll give you a little one-inch button which says something funny, and I think we might still be on Foil Lands Make Foil Mana, but I'm not sure. They have a bunch, so there's some new ones coming up. Also, of course, the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. And we really appreciate it. 2024. Uh, holy moly, let me pull up the roadmap. Already? Love a roadmap.
2: I, the, can I just say that the thing I love about being in the 2020s is Mm -hmm. it sounds like every year is a sequel to 2020.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to 2024, the year of Ravnica Remastered. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, the, the year we lost to the whole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Finally. We're recording this on January 5th, so it's going to air on the 9th, meaning, Mere days away is the release of Ravnica remastered in fact, I think when you're hearing this, the forthcoming stream of the Friday night paper fight is Ravnica remastered draft mm-hmm. uh they've gotten they've gotten increasingly good at this the remastered sets
2: what definition of good I mean I kind of enjoyed going and playing cons of Tark here and just. Getting stomped because I picked all the bad cards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like nostalgia things <laughs> yeah. too, but I—I I mean, like, do you the okay. draft environment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Everything else.
0: <laughs> what? Do you, what's the everything else? Like, I'm actually looking at this, maybe this is naive, I'm looking at this purely from, all right, they want to reprint a bunch of cards from, and they're going to do it as a draftable set. And I'm like, great. And they did Dominaria Remastered, and I was like, boy, this is fun to draft. Yeah, Great job. And that's sort of where I stop interacting with it.
1: So I think a lot of, I think these remastered sets suffer from larger issues that impact Magic as a whole, but they really shine the light on these, like, brief little windows. Mm-hmm. Because... They used to be kind of reserved for like, hey, there's no set getting released. What if you drafted for fun, Mm, right? right. Like they would kind of fill that role. Um, But there's just not really much breathing room in order to see, because Karloff Manor is coming out very soon. In like a month. In a month. It
0: does feel for the last several years, like this set, this weird throwback set that's been released just at the start of January gets like just lost and forgotten almost immediately
1: exactly it's in a weird time where you can't trickle out the previews because everybody's too busy with the holidays and also just like trickling out previews for cards that already exist is not always the most exciting thing uh and then like when they just dump the entire set in a day it's like oh geez okay uh
3: cool i'm actually curious wheeler uh or for all of you honestly um what if they didn't preview these sets what if they just told us they were doing ravnica remastered and then it just came out and we found out what was in it do you think that would be interesting do you think that'd be fun
1: that would be great there's no real mystique behind opening cards anymore and that's something for like it understandably so Mm. but like that's a a really cool feature that I would like to see the new generation of magic players get to experience is cracking a pack, especially
0: anyway. with a set like this cuz it is all yeah. reprints. So it's all right. cards that already exist. So right. you may as well just be like, yeah, it's it's from Ravnica, it's from these sets. Find out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um also price point obviously makes it a little awkward where it's just like is it the price point might lead to not a huge amount of product being uh opened or sold and then it also tends to be this weird burden on like an L on the LGS kind of system mm-hmm. of like it's expensive to it's a big gamble bringing this in, which also just like kind of hinges on whether or not your clientele is willing to themselves make a big gamble mm-hmm. to try and get like a um, serial serialized card. I think that's what are they're. There, called, what's right? in this set
0: actually? Because well, so- I know that there there are retro frame versions of previous cards. This is I should say, this is. Cards from the three main, uh, the three previous Ravnica blocks. So, mm-hmm. like Ravnica City of Guilds, Guildpact, and Dissension, Return to Ravnica, Gate Crash and Dragon's Maze, and then Ravnica Allegiance, Guilds of Ravnica, I may have got those two backwards, and War of the Spark. So, it's cards from all of that in one set, some of which have a chance to also have retro frames, like the the shocklands? Yeah, yeah, like the like the shocklands. And that's about all I know about this honestly.
1: Yeah. It's a really cool. These sets are really cool when you get to draft them for a living and you play Magic online or mm, right. arena if they show up.
3: Just just to be clear, this is a regularly priced set. Cool. Yeah. That's good. This is not a like $12 a booster. Oh. Like the collector boosters are obviously like I'm looking at cardkingdom.com yeah. right now, four ninety nine for a draft booster, huh. twenty four ninety nine, twenty three ninety nine for a collector booster. But forget those; we don't need to worry about those in the terms yeah. of getting to play. Uh, One hundred and eighty bucks for a draft booster box. So I think that's in line with like a normal standard set. One
1: hundred eighty USD. Yes, that's more. I, I, god i hope that's more maybe
3: that is a little that's, bit that's i think
1: that's higher but the boosters how much but is the
3: boosters it? are only 499 huh. which is normal which is a normal booster yeah. pack price so
1: boosters? Oh, okay our boxes that expensive
3: i think boxes are just that expensive now oh, we do we, yeah, we just don't live in the days when boxes were like 99 us dollars that doesn't exist anymore
1: have they previewed
0: anything we can see like i know that there's there's a image of one of the Shocklands lands with the retro frame the whole set looks is pretty sick yeah,
3: the whole set yeah, yeah, okay. yeah I,
2: I remember seeing new art for bob right new bob yeah. art
3: let I'm me show here i'll
2: very certain i saw new bob art
3: i'll pull up some uh some big stuff so you got stuff like this
0: oh borderless Shocklands too mm-hmm. oh that's cool oh is this finally so years ago they did um can we see the the the, the temple garden because years ago they did a cycle. It is ah, they did a cycle on Mitgo. Yeah, of these, th- this yeah. art existed previously, but it was only available on Magic Online. And I was like, "Yo, this looks sweet." Because it showed like the it showed the um, the the plane after War of the Spark, right? Sort of right. like rebuilding right. after War of the Spark, <laughs> the most at that time the most recent invasion of the plane. Uh, and I was like, "These these are so cool." When can we see these in paper? So I am glad that we finally get these in paper because these are
1: these are awesome.
3: So then, shock we, lands. then we also have the uh, borderless anime cards. Oh, yeah.
1: You got to pick something more. Can more you put anime? up divine visitation? Let, oh, hold on, this is the greatest pack wow. rack. Pack, oh, the pack! pack yeah. This is amazing. this uh, <laughs> this rules pack yeah. rack's amazing. But you want anime?
3: I, this is anime.
1: Oh Whoa, my God, this is gonna suck This is weaponized like
3: <laughs> weaponized weeaboo
0: <laughs>
1: nonsense. I don't know. You get, you take a mythic. Hey, your tokens are angels, and here's your large angel, dommy Mommy, reaching out her hand, being like, "Come with me." Right. You are going to grab all the dollar bills from the sweatiest people in the are, world.
3: Are there matching tokens for this? There better be. Uh, right. I don't <laughs> see them here. We'll, we'll find. That out feels
1: you... like unexplored territory, right? Then, anime token,
3: and then of course you have your. Old border stuff like Skewer of the Gods, which looks so oh, good. Oh man, Skewer
0: actually Skewer looks amazing looks with the old, redible. the retro border. It just it's mm-hmm. going back in time. Yeah,
3: you get you get stuff like Dreadbore. Oh and, yeah, okay. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, it's a Ghana mm. Sphinx's Revelation. That looks Ooh. that looks hot as hell.
0: I do love the uh-huh. old gold frames. Yeah, <laughs>
3: they're and then, so extra. And then you get the the these are the, so there's the shock lines for you. Yeah.
2: yeah. I would like to see an old border Goblin Electromancer, please. Ooh. well, that ex- I think that already exists. Does it? Okay.
1: From something. There you mm-hmm. go. But yeah,
3: this it's right there. There you go.
1: Can we go back to the Shockland?
3: The okay. old border Shockland. Yes. Do you have a per- preference?
2: Uh, hallowed Fountain. Well bam! Mm. Mm. This is composited. Uh, Rob Alexander like drew inspiration for this from several like. I want to say there's, like, bits of the Louvre in here and bits of mm-hmm. and Yeah. It's just
0: a
1: cool piece. Yeah. So that's coming out almost immediately. What's up? I don't like that you have an old border with the new templating where there's no reminder text that this adds white or blue.
0: Right. Oh, right. Because it inherently... As a Plains, a plains Island, yes. it taps for either blue or white. Yeah. But it doesn't actually say that anywhere.
1: Which they don't need to, on special versions of cards, they don't show that. They yeah. don't have that line of text. Like
0: you can omit reminder text as desired. But it does It does look a bit weird that it's just like, what's this do? Well, uh, it enters untapped if you pay two life. Yeah. It's uh-huh. Like, and? It's mm-hmm. like
1: committing half to the bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that art on that border. It's very cool.
3: There's the uh, four four angel token, right? No, uh, needs needs more weeb. Is that the right token? It yeah. is just yes. the four four flying, not the four yeah. four. four, four. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what you get. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Mm.
0: All mm. right. So yeah, that's January twelfth, and then less than a month <laughs> after that mm-hmm. is murders at Karlov Manor. So uh, back to Ravnica again for a new set. With someone was um, getting at me politely that I was talking in the last episode actually when we were going deep on the murders at Karlov Manor previews about how eventually we need to go back to Ravnica and have it not be, you know, there's ten new mechanics and it's focused on the guilds and everything and, you know, we gotta rip that band-aid off at some point. And someone was like, well, what was what was, was War of the Spark? And it's like, okay, yes, correct. You are you are correct that War of the Spark is a set that was on Ravnica and was not, here's all the ten guilds. But it was part of a block kinda that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. right, it followed immediately to normal Ravnica sets and still had a lot of that flavor to it. This is just we're just going back to Ravnica. What's happening, Ravnica? Oh, you know, some stuff. You know, this is not like it's a full sort of whole thing. So, I don't know, I guess it depends on your interpretation, but I see I the point. Um, I'm excited about this. Obviously, I'm personally very biased. But uh, no, this looks exciting, and I'm very keen to see what the clue thing is like.
1: Lightning helix and standard, yeah. With monastery
2: mentor,
3: I mean. Oh boy, ooh,
0: we're
2: going. That is a compelling series of words. We're going back. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm.
3: All right, and then we, I guess we could also very quickly point out that um, murders at Karlov Manor will be the first appearance of play boosters.
0: Yes. That's a good point, which we talked about extensively when that whole announcement came out, and I mean, it was we're sort of like, everything sounds great, but the price, you can you can go back for a more nuanced um, reading of it in the episode where we talk about Don't it. Don't forget
1: pissing on the history of the game. Oh, yeah. There's also that. Which part? Uh, it's just like draft boosters being, it, it, it's like draft boosters being like such an iconic way of playing and participating in the game and being such a, like, rich, uh, a rich, not reflection, what am I trying to say? You take something that is so integral to how people play this game and interact with this game and how it's built up over the years, and then you introduce a new product that pushes it out, and you're like, oh, well... I guess we're going to smush them together instead of maybe trying to find a balance. Like if it kind of stinks to lose draft boosters as draft boosters, I understand why it's happening. Mm. And like overall it is probably going to be fine to positive for the experience, but it is another step in a series of steps of just like completely shifting away from a lot of the aspects of why people got into the game Mm-hmm. Which is natural, you know, new game, new crowd of people, all that jazz, but still kind of stinks. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Uh,
0: have you seen anything that... Inter- what do you make of the Clue thing? We don't know anything about it. Are you interested in that at all? What? The Clue tie-in? It's not just a reskinned version of Clue. It well, is... the game. Yeah. Yeah. This product offers a full multiplayer experience right out of the box. We don't know how it's going to play, but it's like Ravnica Clue Edition is not just Clue with Magic art. It's oh. a different. Did you ever explore, Did you ever play Explorers of Ixalan? No, really, no. Huh. It was it was kind of fun. I liked it. Okay. It's 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 a it was a tabletop game that used Magic and Magic's rules and Magic cards. But also, there was this tabletop game aspect, so we don't know exactly what this Clue thing is going to be. But I'm curious to play it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Also,
0: now there's a magic card called Lead Pipe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Great. Uh,
0: and the, uh, and these are there's different other borderless Shocklands. What in the Clue edition? So there's Border of the Shocklands in Ravnica Remastered. Mm -hmm. Not in Murders at Karlov Manor, but there's new ones set in the house. Oh, that's... In the Clue Edition. It's
1: a lot of Shocklands.
0: It's a lot of Shocklands. So that's neat.
1: Hmm. Quarter
0: one, which I guess... March, here we go. March 8th is the global release of the Fallout Commander decks. Hmm. I, for one, am very excited. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen anything. They haven't... No, they they have. They've spoiled a handful of cards from Fallout, yeah? It's like half a dozen that we talked about. They they did a preview stream in December, I think. Yeah. And they right. showed off some of these. Yep. and yeah. we,
3: we, we did an episode about them.
0: As a player of Magic the Gathering and a huge fan of the Fallout franchise, I am unabashedly very excited about this ridiculous thing. Reasonable. I don't, I don't know if anyone
2: else cares. <laughs> nah. I mean, I don't really fall out, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, no, I mean, me. well, it's
0: like, you know, yeah. when they made the 40K decks, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I I just kind of hope the Fallout um, d- d- decks have the most revolting food tokens.
0: Me too. They'd it's, better.
2: It's possible to have, like, just a rad roach turning on a spit made out of rebar.
1: Mm hmm. You ever played any of the Fallout games, Wheeler? I've tried. hmm. Didn't scratch my itch. Fair. Not enough dodge rolling. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's not. Yeah, neither. Neither iteration of Fallout is really that kind of, that kind of vibe. Oh, it's well.
1: a it's a Bethesda game, right?
0: Well, the original ones were like a top down isometric, like uh, action point based role playing strategy right. thing. Mm-hmm. And then the Bethesda ones are 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 Bethesda games. Yes, I think you've accurately described them as Bethesda games.
1: Okay okay
0: yeah I don't I don't even know that I can like full-throatedly recommend them <laughs> okay I'm a huge fan but like yeah it depends on your tolerance for Bethesda games
1: somebody tells me to play New Vegas once a week mm. basically every week
0: so here's the thing New Vegas has the best writing okay uh, like it's it is generally considered by basically everybody to be the best written with like the most interesting characters and the mo- the best like dialogue and also like dialogue trees and choices that your skill your character's skills can affect like if you have higher charisma or higher intelligence or things you can you can um sort of like talk your way through dialogue in a more interesting way that has gameplay ramifications
3: mm-hmm.
0: the gameplay is still just just, just bethesda it's still they, they use the same engine, yeah, right. So it's like it. Yeah. it if you got the tolerance for it, you know, then that that would be the one to play. But, uh, yeah, hey, let's talk about the next full standard set that's coming out later this year: Outlaws of Thunder Junction.
1: <laughs> Ye and ha.
0: No? Anything?
1: Mm-hmm. Cowboy magic? Oh, Anybody? I'm I'm so excited, but I'm also just internally, just please don't screw it up. Please don't. <laughs> please, yeah. for the love of God. Ixalan being the slam dunk it was mm. leads me to believe that they hopefully will take steps to make sure that this just isn't an absolute catastrophe of you know the mid, the whole cowboy theme is something that is very... There's a lot. hmm Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I expect this to be a very safe version of something that evokes... Or not evokes... Uses the aesthetic of popular westerns mm-hmm. to do something extremely inoffensive. Yeah. Um... And I am expecting the discourse around it to be the most painful months I'll have to spend on the internet. <laughs> Like,
1: <laughs> fingers crossed that at the, you know, I don't even know if, ah, God, it's just like, if they tack, like, I'm not even going to say it. It's just, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're going to tackle, if they pick a theme to tackle that is potentially controversial within uh the uh within that spectrum of the wild west stuff. Mm-hmm. Like make it something that, like you said, is very safe. Like, you know
2: uh, I, I assume that there is going to be uh, you know what? I don't even know. You're not I interested. You're not interested in trying to see. You're not
0: interested in seeing a Magic: The Gathering set attempting to tackle Manifest Destiny. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't want to have to think about like whether or not um, the like genocide archetype synergizes well with yeah. yeah yeah
2: whatever. It's just like no 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 no. It's it's fine. We'll make the goblins. Into indigenous people. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly <laughs> yeah. loud buzzer. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's fine, it's fine. And then the cowboys will be centered in red and and green, or white and green, because you know reasons. And uh, yeah. So yeah, being that as you
0: said, being that Ixalan landed incredibly well. Yes, we can presume that none of these fears that we have will be founded, but. There's always that worry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there is an abundance of themes or worlds that Magic has gone to or is planning to go to that are incredibly delicate, Mm -hmm. that at the time were not maybe handled the most delicately. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's nice to see them, at least Exelon shows that they are willing to take a wild number of steps to make sure that every little box is checked off and that there isn't room for you know screwing this up outside Mm -hmm. of the name being Ixalan right um but you know
0: sort of stuck with that now
1: yeah 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 uh
0: the this is something I hadn't actually seen before which is uh this little blurb here magic's first take on a western genre using the using a fantasy frontier setting to showcase new plane all about villains from across the multiverse yeah Omen Paths, I assume. Yeah,
1: yeah it, if it's like a bounty hunter kind of setting. Like, maybe...
0: I, I, I just hadn't heard that aspect of it. No, and no. Like, that, yeah, oh, that was actually kind of novel to I me. I wonder who's er- going to show
2: up. Yeah. Well, we've seen Oko. We, pre- in, we, we presume so this we presume is Oko.
0: Yeah. assume it's Yeah. And Vraska, perhaps? Because someone, some
2: kind of Gorgon. I, I also want to say that it looked like Bob Nixilis. It does. But... Is yeah,
1: there, is there cowboy jace because that was a meme for a long time like all the hooting and hollering over the western set
2: well i online. assume the fresca is there yeah i
1: hope so that'd be neat yeah anyway we know precious
0: little about it but uh, sure also in quarter two how do you feel about more modern horizons
1: a different level of ap- a different type of apprehension <laughs> than the yeah. one with uh, Thunder Junction. So
0: this is Modern Horizons three. As far as I am it's aware, only three. Yeah. Now
1: this is from. T- this
0: is f- coming to me from the perspective of memes, mm-hmm. but I am sort of led to believe that the modern format could could hypothetically re- be rebranded the Modern Horizons two format, in that that set really just cracked that sucker wide open in a way that was possibly detrimental to a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah. They figured out a way to rotate a non-rotating format
0: Mm -hmm. is by printing Printing more powerful cards,
1: these incredibly powerful cards. Um, And like, I think the horizons formats as a whole are a good like overall what like they're drafting I love drafting
0: I love drafting Modern Horizons Great and Modern Horizons 2 super mm-hmm. fun to draft and so I don't play Modern and so it it, it never a- approached my brain as a problematic thing but then years later I'm hearing about how Modern Horizons 2 you know it, I'm using air quotes here ruined Modern
1: Yeah free spells in Magic the Gathering continue to be a bad idea Yeah they should stop mm-hmm. making and those and please stop Just, you know. Stop making them free. Um, Cards that can find Black Lotus continue to be a bad idea Mm -hmm. in Urza's Saga. And uh, one or two drops with, like, three separate lines of text. Also, maybe not the best. But overall, like, the Horizons formats are are good. Mm -hmm. It's just... They take, there's a method that Wizards takes that I actually don't hate of just like very wild, like powerful swings. Mm -hmm. And that works in a way that out of 350 cards, you get 320 cards that really reinforce pre-existing archetypes, themes that are fun to play with. They're fun to draft, whatever. Then you get 10 cards that will destroy Magic the Gathering. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And then they ban some of those. Mm. And as they start to ban some of them, the remaining cards of that 10 turn out to be very good, but manageable or manageable under certain environments, like Raghavan being okay for modern, but not for legacy. Uh, Ren and six being okay for modern, but not for legacy. Like that sounds, you would assume a higher power format, you know, uh, you're going to ban these cards in modern, then they get banned in legacy, et cetera. But that's just not how magic works. Um, and I think over that's a reasonable approach to take. Uh, I have zero
0: perspective on this because I've never played modern. and I don't know what it's like. Like, is modern okay right now? You, you, if you don't know, either you don't have to speak on that. No,
1: I, I got. Let me tell you something about grief, Graham. All right, mm-hmm. um, this is the card grief. I assume. Yeah, they made a ban recently where uh-huh. they banned Fury and up the Beanstalk from modern um which that's so funny to me that
0: they banned up the bean
1: Yeah. I mean I know I
0: know why. It's just it's weird that it's like, oh, this is just an uncommon from Wilds of Eldraine.
1: Which is kind of cool because they've started to pump these like some power into the uncommon slot with like beans and like geological appraiser from Rivals yeah. or, or Lost Caverns of Ixalan. We're going to
0: see more of that with play boosters.
1: Yeah. And uh I think that part's cool but inevitably it leads to these engine cards sometimes being too pushed. It's only two mana? Why did I think this was three mana? This card's a catastrophe. It is (laughs) uh, hilarious, which again, works well with free spells.
0: So as a reminder, up the beanstalk, for those keeping score, if you're not familiar, is one and a green for an enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, and whenever you cast a spell with mana value five or greater, you draw a card. So you play it on two, it replaces itself, and then when you cast your big spells, you get to also replace them. Yeah. So what's the...
1: What's, what's the problem? So seems fine. So there's a deck in Modern called Scam, or Rakdos Elementals Evoke, um, <laughs> that utilizes the pitch elementals, Fury and Grief primarily, to great effect. Because one, they're free spells, and two, when combined with cards like uh, Not Dead After All from Wilds of Eldraine, uh, it allows them to take advantage of Evoke, causing them to sacrifice themselves, uh, returning them to play immediately, and getting to double up on their enter the battlefield triggers, as well as getting to keep the body that is attached to a four mana or a five mana card.
0: So, okay, so because they play it, so right, not dead after all is a single black mana instant, which is whenever, or until end of turn, target creature gains. When this creature dies, you return to the battlefield under your control with a wicked roll token. Yes. Onto, also tapped for whatever that's worth. So then, Fury is this is one of the ones, this is for Modern Horizons 2. Yes. Right? This is one of the, one of the, avatars? Uh, the, uh, the, the, the incarnations. Incarnations. That's what it is.
1: Can we see Fury for a sec there, the Elemental incarnation. That's
0: it. So three red red for a 3-3 three, three double strike. When it enters the battlefield, it deals four damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers. And the evoke cost... Is exile a red card from your hand? Right. So you exile a red card from your hand. Mm-hmm. You play Fury for free mm-hmm. with that with the evoke on the stack. You not dead after all. It mm-hmm. it dies. It comes back. So you get eight damage to throw around. Yes. For free, for free. and it's you draw a card because uh, of up the beanstalk.
1: Yeah, okay, that's Well, th- they weren't they weren't all played t- Oh I mean, okay. Fury and Beans were played together, but sure. like the, yeah, that's the messed up. scam package. Yeah, and imagine this with Grief, a card that was not banned, which is a 3-2 evoke menace. Uh ETB, look at your opponent's hand and rip a non-land card from it. Blech. So Thoughtseize. So imagine you're playing Modern and you have Mulligan to 6 and you're on the draw and your opponent goes land, evoke Grief, uh not dead after all. You are now down to four cards in hand, and there's a 4 3 Menace in play. Good luck, have fun. Good luck, have fun. Good luck, have fun. (laughs) Um, Yorgo, Yorgo, Yorgo. So they ban Fury and Beanstalk. Beanstalk was going to go anyways, uh, but Fury, because it supposedly pushes cheap creature decks out of the format.
0: Sure. um,
1: Which Mm -hmm. it does. However,. There are other things that do that, like Orcish Bowmasters. Mm. Uh, Black being one of the best things you can do in Modern, because Orcish Bowmasters pushes creature decks out of the format, synergizes pretty well with uh, the Not Dead After All cards, because it has an ETB, uh, as well as it's pretty good that you rip your opponent's hand with Grief, and then you restrict the tools that they have to climb back into the game, throw their card draw, or if they're like, well, at least I have my cheap spells that I can draw and do something, and then they just get killed by the Bowmasters. Um, so it didn't really solve anything. Very funny that the one of the larger modern tournaments immediately after the ban was won by Scam. Mm. It's just like, oh, okay.
0: Well, I guess we didn't solve anything.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So excited for Modern Horizons 3, then? I am, <laughs> but also... But yeah, I hope that they have learned like some of the ways to tone it tone it down. Just a little bit.
2: Just, I mean, just a bit. I, I, I think the, the clear solution is a blue evoke creature that uh where the cost is, you know, exile a blue card from your hand and when it enters the battlefield counter target spell or activated ability.
1: You know, it's funny you mentioned that, Cameron. <laughs> hey. Congratulations, you have solved modern. Mm. Yes, I'm a genius. They're also bringing MH3 to Arena. Really? Yes.
0: Huh. Yeah. Well, that will allow me to draft it a lot more than the other ones.
1: Yeah. You and see, uh,
0: you see, Kaladesh Remastered is back on
1: Premier Draft right now. No.
0: Yeah. Ooh, it's fun.
1: I do like Kaladesh.
0: It's honestly Kaladesh Remastered is a lot of fun.
1: Hmm.
0: So for for like a for a few days there there was. Lost Caverns and Cons and Kaladesh Remastered. Cons is now rotated off. But by the way, Lost Caverns of Ixalan is, is a super fun format. It's honestly just really good to draft. It's I like it a lot.
1: I only got like five drafts in, and then I just stopped because um, there's Vintage Cube to play. But uh, is Spyglass Siren really good?
0: Yeah, all the one all the one drops are good.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. That explains the format. That's what I need to know. Oh yeah, the one no. drops are good.
0: Yeah, the there's there's the one drop. There's two different one drop white flyers.
1: Right, the mm-hmm. bat and the miner's mm-hmm. bird. The, yeah, the, the bird. Yeah,
0: and then there's the there's the there's a one drop pirate that's like a one one when it dies you scry and make a treasure. That one's great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's a wannabe goblin guide. It's not Goblin Guide, but it's it's a okay. it's a it's a one man one two, but it gets plus one plus oh if you control an artifact. Yeah, I, yeah. I <laughs> or it gets one plus oh, and haste if you control an artifact. So, you know that one's good. It you know in the right deck, but it's it, 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 it it's also a pirate, which is relevant in those colors. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, the one drops are good, but the thing is, the expensive cards are good too. It's the the it's surprisingly balanced. Cool. Yeah. Ooh. No, I dig it. All right, I don't know what to make of this, but coming up in July is. Assassin's Creed Universes Beyond. Yeah. L- let me let me read you this. The July 2024 Universes Beyond offering will be the first to have Beyond boosters. These boosters are not draftable packs that take you on a journey unique to its universe. There will be new cards and reprints featuring favorite characters and moments from all the Assassin's Creed video games. The cards will be legal and modern.
1: It's nice that they're introducing plant-based boosters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, impossible boosters. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. He can't open them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's because we're not doing command. It's not a full set like yeah. Lord of the Rings. It's not commander decks like Fallout. It's just magic you, cards that are Assassin's Creed.
1: It's just we had a deal with Ubisoft and this is what we came up with. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, not enough in here for four commander decks. So.
1: Yeah,
0: this is also. It's the time of year where in 2023 we had aftermath,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and but this doesn't sound like aftermath. Potentially, they've potentially they uh, revisited how much of the drawing board they could considering their timelines.
2: Yeah, I would assume that maybe one year is not a whole lot of time mm-hmm. in order to look at aftermath and go, "Oh," um, <laughs> and re- rebuild something. But
0: hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Hey, I played the original Assassin's Creed games, you know, like the first couple uh, and Black Flag uh, are fun games. Um, I'm not like, oh, sick.
1: Can't wait to cast my Ezio Auditore, but Who? I'm like, yeah, all right. Who are you going to pick as your commander, Ronald Reagan or Louis XIV? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well. Can I rule
1: zero them together? <laughs>
2: Their partners? Does, yeah. does Ronald Reagan destroy walls? I don't know. Like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just a well of lost dreams on legs and just yeah, destroys exactly. walls. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then he invades Grenada.
1: Don't worry, the card advantage will trickle down. <laughs> no, and it, and it never does. Nope. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Or, or introduces a new mechanic where when you play him in Commander, uh, in the play order reverses and goes to the right. Oh. Talking about tra- talking about trickle down, it's like it. He would absolutely be the one to be like,
1: "Well, it's fair because yeah. it's symmetrical." Yeah, we right?
2: <laughs> like. <laughs> damn it!
1: You talk. Every, everybody's drawing cards off Wheel of Fortune. We all win. Yeah. Now, of course, my Nekasar is going to trigger.
0: <laughs> I also have to discard. Anyway. Assassin's Creed is a thing that is occurring, and we all feel very middlingly about that, I guess. Very weird.
2: uh, You know, uh, when he he, um, enters the battlefield, you get mutually assured destruction, where you exchange. Every player begins sacrificing things. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, I I don't need to rehash how I feel about Universes Beyond as a whole, Mm -hmm. but at least I feel something over (laughs) other Universes Beyond product.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know... Saying that we feel middlingly about it is actually like both it's it's wrong in both good and bad ways. Really, it's we feel neutrally about this, the Assassin's Creed I, one. Is like I don't think any of the three of the three of us here are sort of like okay, yeah, right? I, Am yeah. I wrong? Like I'm. I not... think I
2: feel nothing about this. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. what I mean. It's like oh, all right, yeah. sure, go for it. I guess I'm. I, I, I
1: will be mad if there's a card in there that just like warps like Vintage and Legacy. I
0: can't wait I for the North One Hundred review.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ezio is now a, a mandatory four of in humans.
1: I mean, if you're not running the Magna Carta <laughs> in every deck.
2: Oh my God. All right.
0: <laughs> Quarter three, though, I'm super excited about Bloomborough.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, this seems like a really cool inventive format or in, in, environment. No, plain. I love it. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh I'm very excited about about uh Bloomborough. It's um I mean it's Redwall. It's Mouse Guard, right? It's all
1: I've ever wanted. It's it's
0: the the only thing we've seen in the key art is there's a tiny mouse with a cape and a sword yep. and it's like sick. I'm in.
2: I'm yeah, all my chips on. The only thing I really want out of this is um a collection of rabbit creatures that just lose to vehicles. Jesus. <laughs> Just lose to vehicles in every possible form. In fact, oh. if we could get a set immediately after this where you can get a combine harvester. Your, you,
1: no, no, stop. Your, your UVic is showing. <laughs> oh, my oh, poor whoa.
2: bunnies. Look, they all went to a bunny ranch.
1: Oh, Texas. okay, good. Yeah. Oh, Texas. Well, I can taxation. So
0: th- this article also notes that the uh, Bloomborough. Starts the second year of the Dragonstorm arc, which I guess is the story arc that we're in currently.
1: Cost nine mana. (laughs) Takes a while to build
0: up to. (laughs) So I don't. I mean, I guess that's whatever Kellen's up to.
1: I guess. Dragonstorm arc. I don't know. I don't know where they got this. This been up to. This is from. This is
0: from Star Star City, and presumably they're getting this from, from the Wizard Stream that I thought I watched, but I don't remember this. Huh.
2: Hmm. Okay. And then later I, in the
0: year. Oh, sorry. I,
2: I I also just want a lot of little like, mouse and small mammal themed creatures. Oh yeah. Themed creatures with tiny hands.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because I I little uh, little, little grabbies, grabbies. little yeah. grabbies. Yeah. Give me all the little grabbies. Mm. Maybe they can hold a seed. <laughs> Sounds great.
3: I'm I'm just looking at the. Uh... MTG fandom page here oh, for the Dragonstorm arc. It is the one-year storyline that will follow the Omen Path arc, which I think is what we're currently on, which is basically the oh. the aftermath of the Phyrexian invasion. Okay, oh. and so Bloomboro is the start of the Dragonstorm arc, oh. Oh. which oh. will be a year-long arc of I don't know. I don't think they've really said they've just named it <laughs> huh. a thing
1: that will end okay. in four Boggedon Hellkite triggers. <laughs> I'm just gonna milk this for all the thirty year olds in the audience <laughs>
3: and they're all and uh, they're all part of the metronome story arc that is a three year arc
1: now you're making things up, so it's the
3: omen path arc uh-huh dragonstorm arc an unnamed arc all three of which make up the uh, the metronome story arc I didn't know about any of this
1: it did just enter public domain so maybe we'll get the Joan of arc <laughs> wow topical yeah Amazing. man
2: drier
0: <laughs> and then at the end of the year dusk morn house of horror this sounds Jesus very interesting
2: Christmas? what no isn't it dreyfus director of joan of arc oh passion of joan of arc uh oh no oh no i'm be, i'm a fake fan yeah no me too me too uh but yeah dusk morn dusk morn uh, Duskmourn, uh <laughs> I am really curious to see how horror gets handled in Magic: The Gathering, because so yeah, this is specifically this is like '70s and '80s pop horror. This yeah, is not like give me like, phantasm.
0: Yeah, this is like this is not Innistrad. Innistrad's gothic horror. Yeah, this is what what, uh, what I find interesting about it is that apparently this set the the whole thing is uh is within a house, mm-hmm. like the whole thing is in one presumably time and space bending haunted mansion Very essentially
2: cool. uh, that sounds really neat yeah uh awesome uh, give me a big old haunted house that warps time and space uh you know i fully expect to see black christmas themed cards give me a black christmas uh the secret lair in fact the phone call is coming from inside the house
3: this is actually um, this is actually kind of cool um Mark, like Rosewater has actually stated that um, th- they never, they will not address outside of the house.
2: Cool. There Sick. is no outside, outside of the house. house. The they house. will yeah. never yes. discuss outside yes. of the house. It's I'm, just oh, the house. Yeah. No, I'm oh, already amped for this. Yeah. <laughs> I am so ready for this to wipe away the crushing disappointment of Bloomborough.
1: <laughs> oh, Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bloomborough discourse. If there's fewer grabbies than than you had originally yeah. hoped, then at least Dascombe oh. is there at the end of the year. Yep.
1: What's up? I am... I was trying to think of what Cameron's beef with Bloomberg is going to be.
2: Oh, I don't know. I'm just extrapolating into the future that at some point there will be the world's worst discourse on Bloomberg.
1: Oh yeah. No. I don't it's... know how
2: because it seems incredibly innocuous, but that is setting off alarm bells. I that. <laughs>
1: I can think of a couple ways that I, d- I shouldn't repeat on this podcast. Cool. <laughs>
2: yeah. Now,
0: have they announced, because I don't see anything here, any, like, I don't think there's a 2024 Commander product.
2: Isn't it Final Fantasy? It's 20- No, and it's a set. 2025. There's probably
0: Commander yeah. decks as well. Right. But, like, we've got we've got all the standard sets that we just talked about, and presumably there's Commander decks with them. And there's the Fallout set, but there's no standalone commander product that we're aware of. Correct. Okay.
3: Yeah, at the Are moment they... there is nothing. So it looks like there will be five sets of commander decks if we assume that each of the four standard decks and Fallout comes with commander decks. Yeah, okay. And then presumably there'll be two to four, because that's generally where they land, or two or four per standard set. Do you think they're going to do commander decks with Modern Horizons? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think they have in the past, have they? No. No. I don't see that happening.
2: Maybe they're going to let that particular milk cow cool down to a nice, even red hot.
3: Mm.
1: (laughs) It would be very funny because there was the people that were actually saying... I can't remember if it was 2 or 1. I think it was Modern Horizons 2. When people are saying this is like Commander Horizons. Mm. And just in in hindsight.
0: Now, here's an interesting thing that they also announced recently which relates to, because you mentioned secret layers. So the way that they operate secret layers now is print on demand. So they're open for a window of time and then people order them and then they print however many they want and then they ship those out. And the upside is that you know you can, you can get them as long as you order within the like month that, that they give you. And the downside is you're waiting for like seven months <laughs> to get your secret layer. Like they take a long time. And so what they've said is that now they're actually moving away from that model and they're going to have everything printed ahead of time and so hypothetically secret layers could now sell out um which uh,
2: i don't think this is a great solution i mean like sure it's a problem that people are waiting for their secret layers for a long time that's no fun um but like every time games workshop does this a lot where they're like hey we've you know we've spent the last 6 months backing up our supply chain in order to Uh, produce a certain number of these boxes and they're going online or for sale online at 10 a.m. on this Saturday and they're sold out and they're on eBay. All right. Problem solved, everyone. (laughs)
0: Like, I assume that after so many years of doing it that they have the data to roughly estimate with pretty good accuracy how many they're going to need. But as you say now that it, now that there is a limited factor there's uh there's a degree of fomo which i hate yeah and there is that danger that it's just like you know uh retailers are like okay cool i'll buy several thousand here we go mm-hmm. you know like i don't know i
2: i assume have they said that there's going to be like max number of sales per order they didn't specify
1: mm.
0: they probably don't care
2: yeah i mean yeah I, I mean, I'm not sure that that's necessarily true. Well, like, I, I mean, think they a lot care, of- in
0: in as far as obviously that people will complain and like they they do care. I'm not saying Wizards doesn't care at all about customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like so much of it's opaque that that like yeah. we have no idea. You know, it could it could be that it's all it all goes to people that want it, and you know, vendors buy like 10 or 20 or something, or it could be that vendors buy 500 and. Who knows? I, I I don't I don't know. I don't love it. Mm. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. This was just announced a couple of days ago.
2: No, I, secret's not my jam. I, I I kind of like some of the secret layers. I like the those are the ones layers. that I I tend to buy. Like yeah. the Junji Ito one. That was cool. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I love the Metal Gear Solid one. Oh my god. Um. You know, the others, I can I can take or leave, but mm-hmm. other people seem to feel fondly about them, and that's fine. There are aesthetic choices. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of, like, limited editions of things. Mm-hmm. I, I recognize that this is a solution to a problem. Um, I think this is going to cause new problems, and maybe maybe they'll go back to the old model of doing things.
0: Now, do we think we're gonna see a bunch of stuff more than are on this roadmap? Do we think that there's other stuff that they haven't announced yet that's gonna be coming out? We were talking before we came online that Mark Rosewater recently made a post on his Tumblr that was basically like, you know, in a like in a way that is sort of uh you know, making it making it clear without saying it that he's been saying People don't like how much products there are. He basically said, "Like, look, this is information I have been passing on. That you all have been giving me the feedback that there's too much stuff." Mm -hmm. Uh, With the subtext of, "And the people I'm telling probably don't care, right?" I'm not saying that that's what Mark is saying. I'm my subtext that I'm deciding to read to that is that the decision makers are probably not going to care. But uh, you know, Mark's been uh, apparently dutifully. Passing on the information that, however many thousands of people are interacting with his Tumblr post and saying that
2: uh, that it's it's
0: too much to keep track Slow of. Slow down a little. Yeah, pump the brakes. Yeah, pump the
2: brakes a little bit. I I would assume that he can and will bring that those posts those replies yeah. to his superiors. Like this in seems... the corporate world, and they will probably reply with, "It's still selling." Um. Yep. So. I think the only way that we see a reduction in the rate of releases if you know that's something we don't like I I don't necessarily like it it makes me feel overwhelmed and anxious mm-hmm. um is to not buy them mm-hmm. right? I, I should that... say that
0: this roadmap only has the first three quarters even though dusk mm-hmm. is technically the fourth
2: quarter so I don't know exactly what's up there's like got to be yeah. some secrets and like yeah I I would expect there's going to be unannounced things that they will be able to reveal uh, to us at some point. But just to go back to, like, you know, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Uh, That's probably also problematic, as we have seen. They will probably just, you know, lay people off (laughs) if sales drop. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's difficult to tackle this without just, you know, tackling all the um, poisonous tendrils Mm -hmm. that come with capitalism. Mm
3: Mm-hmm
1: which uh i mean dismantle that comrade but
2: um well hey you know the great thing about capitalism is that nothing sustainable lasts forever unsustainable things end <laughs> um... yeah that's true <laughs> all right well fair enough
0: you've uh... <laughs> been in a weird have <laughs> been on a weird tear on Tap Tap Concede recently. I'm here for it, to be clear. I'm just yeah. like, huh, all right. I still like playing Magic,
2: though. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I like the game. I know. I like the game. I like I like how the cards feel in my hand. I like the noises they make. I like thinking through lines of play. And I like the people I get to hang out with as a result of this game. Mm-hmm. Um. I, for a little while, even enjoyed playing Modern when gifts storm was a thing mm-hmm. because i thought that was a cool deck mm-hmm. um i i i liked playing highlander in the before times occasionally and i do really enjoy playing limited magic when i can find somewhere where people wear masks mm-hmm. um i e on arena i can just pretend <laughs> yeah why not um but man this game it makes me tired sometimes too <laughs> yeah I've been playing
1: more Magic recently than I have for basically the past year, maybe even the, for most of the pandemic. I've been playing a lot of Magic, like in my spare time mm-hmm. as well, and I've been spending record low amount of money <laughs> on mm-hmm. Magic mm-hmm. because, like you said, it's there's just too much of it. Yeah, and it's my answer is like, oh, I could, I'm just not going to buy it.
2: Yeah, I-, I I I look at the release schedule and I. Think of like two or three releases that interest me and pique my curiosity and I think look creative and interesting, like Bloomborough and Duskmorn. Mm-hmm. Um I think those look cool. I will probably play a lot of those if they turn out to be fun formats to play, which, you know, for the last several years, Watsi has been very good at turning out good limited formats. Um, but everything else just makes me feel overwhelmed and tired. And frequently being on the internet just makes me extremely sad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that, that's also true for me, but it's less to do about magic. There's lots (laughs) of stuff on the internet that makes me sad. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: no, it's, it's.
0: hopefully we're not part of what makes you sad on the internet uh he said desperately trying to figure out a clean way to
3: segue this to the end of the episode
0: yeah
2: dig up
3: would you you like to play a very quick game uh i have just made up
2: i would love to james sure great
3: because it segues to our sponsor card kingdom card kingdom.com slash lrr uh they posted a 2023 year in review in which they have uh, shown what their best-selling commons, uncommons, rares, and mythics are, Ooh. and I'm curious if you can correctly guess the number one selling common, uncommon, rare, and mythic. So we're going to start at common, and I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, it this is not a card that came out this year, um, but it is a card that has come out in the previous handful of years, and it is a land. That is your that is your uh, your hint.
1: It's a land that was released in the last couple of years, but not this year.
2: What's the uh, blue land from Eldrain?
1: Mystic Sanctuary?
2: Yeah. No, that's probably just like a.
1: My guess is it's a commander related.
2: It's got to be Command Tower, right? That's been a.
1: Command Tower is over a decade old. Mm -hmm. Is it really? Yeah, it's (laughs) like 2011 or something. Um.
3: To keep this game short, do you want another hint? Yes. Yes. Cool. Go back to what Cameron was talking about a half a second ago.
1: Is it Witch's Cottage?
3: No, it's exactly what Cameron said it was.
1: Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Wait.
3: (laughs) It's Mystic Sanctuary. Oh, this doesn't this like... This
1: card's four years old, James. I said yeah. handful of years. Yeah, handful. Yeah. That's Wait, fine. Okay. That's right. what I said. Handful yeah. of years. Not in Not in, Not in. in the last year. So within three years prior that? Yeah. That's I don't know. When I'm picturing how
2: many years I can hold in my hand, I think like three. All I want to do is return this to my hand with Demir Aqueduct. Oh,
3: right. yeah. All right, next up, and I'm going to get the better version of the card here. This is the Uncommon, and I'll give you a hint here for the last three. They are all from this year, Mm -hmm. and they are all from the same set. It's got to be up the
2: Beanstalk,
1: right? No,
3: it is not up the Beanstalk. It is a black card.
1: Infernal Grasp.
3: Nope.
1: Bitter Triumph. Uh Uh-uh. Black Uncommon?
3: It casts for one and a black, and it's an instant
1: uh, Bitter triumph, nope. infernal said. grasp. No,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you lose.
1: Uncommon, shieldred zed. Shieldred zed. Oh, it's really? okay, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Huh. This card rules. Oh, yeah. each opponent.
3: Oh, yeah. good one. All right, moving on to the rare. Oh.
0: So this is the, that means it's, this rare is also from
2: uh, one from Phyrexia.
3: So and the and the mythic, all it's, three from. Uh, I know
2: the mythic. So it's it's not shouldered then if it's from. Phyrexia all will be one. No, no, Shelter was... A
1: rare from Phyrexia all will be one?
2: <sighs> Skrelv?
3: Uh, which, which one?
1: Skrelv? Skrelv. Skr- Skr- What's the color?
0: Oh, oh sk- the hive.
1: Skrelv's Skr- hive, okay. Really? Oh, it's close. You're very close.
0: It's like the, it's like it's a new bitter blossom, obviously, kind of, but not.
3: All right, Wheeler, going. do you know what the mythic is?
1: <laughs> I mean, I assume it's a Traxa Grand Unifier... And if it's not that, it's Elish Norn, it's mother n- of machines.
3: It's uh, it's
1: neither of those. You, well, then people have. There's no accounting for taste. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be commander
2: players, right?
1: Uh, oh, uh, Mondrag. It's Mondrag. He said. He said no accounting for taste.
0: There That's,
3: you yeah, go. Yeah, it's
1: Mondrag. It is Mondrag. Oh, you said commander players and no taste, and so I assume. Yeah, there you go. Wait, I didn't say no taste. I think that oh. was just implicit. was <laughs> um, Making my joke again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Mon- oh Mondrak. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That Very, card's fair like, enough. Card's like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifty probably fifty cat.
3: Excuse me a moment. Uh what were the Mondrak the- is, yeah, thirty nine ninety nine over on cardkingdom.com. cardkingdom.com slash
0: LRR Go buy your Mondraks
3: there, there.
0: Sponsor this ch- show. Thank you. Card Kingdom. What's up, Cameron?
2: Oh no, I was just going to end uh have a completely unsubstantiated non sequitur with things like hey has anyone seen the discourse around this I don't remember anything about it and can only describe it in the barest sketch all anyway goodbye yeah oh, yeah okay yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this show is also brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com loadingreadyrun loading ready run and we really do appreciate it thank you hey until next time I've been Graham joined by Cameron hmm? and Wheeler thank
1: you for having me Graham it was great to be here
0: always always a blast James has been on tech Heather gets these online. thank you all so much for watching we'll talk to you next time bye